Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Ask John Call-In Day. This is an open question and answer session where you can call in and speak to me directly or simply listen live on the audio page on the webpage. If you've called in and have questions, press 1 to raise your hand. If you're listening on the audio player on the webpage, you'll see a box where you can type in questions. Feel free to enter your questions there as well. These sessions are all about you, and this is your opportunity to call in and speak to me live, and let me work with you to help you solve your weight loss problems forever. So if you've got something you want to talk about, please give us a call. Hi, everyone. Okay, welcome. Wow, lots to talk about here. I am currently in New Zealand, and we are in full lockdown. Uh, no schools, no work. <clears throat> been home for, it's about a week now that we've been doing this, and I'm sure you're all experiencing something similar, and we can talk about that. Um, I, do have a, I do have a slight cough, I'll just tell you this, <laughs> but don't be alarmed. I've had it for about a month or maybe even two months. I think it's uh, more of a hay fever type of thing because I'm not used to the pollens in New Zealand. So um, don't be concerned about that. But uh, there's lots to talk about today because um, <clears throat> if we're all, you know, we're all sedentary at home, what's the best way to stay fit, avoid binging and food cravings, and also keep our immune system as healthy as possible? Um, so we can talk about that, or we can talk about anything else that's happening in your weight loss journey right now. I'm really happy to talk about that. Uh, you'd have to call into that number and press 1. So when you press 1, a little hand goes up. And that hand, uh, then Tiffany sees that hand, she contacts you, and then sends me a message and says, you know, Susan from Oklahoma is on the line, and we can talk that way. We also have Coach Nadia on the line, and we can, uh, she can help us answer any questions that come into the chat role or questions that people have asked from uh, over the last couple of weeks in the support group. So uh, let's bring Nadia in right now, and we can uh, start to answer those questions. And then if you want to talk to me live, just call in. Thanks. Hi, John. Nadia, you there? Hi, how are you, Nadia? Yes, I'm here. Hi, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just like you. We're all in lockdown here as well. Yeah. And just since staying home, it's about two and a half weeks for us so far. Yeah. I heard that all of the hotels in Las Vegas are completely empty. Is that right? That's right. Everything, every wow. casino in the country has been closed. So including Las yeah, Vegas I for imagine. the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah, they're all closed, yeah. and yeah, it's a, it's a crazy, unprecedented time. Must be so quiet there, huh? <laughs> well, I haven't been down to the Strip, so I imagine that it yeah. is quite quiet down where the casinos are. But honestly, where I live, it still seems pretty busy. I'm actually really surprised how much traffic there still is on the road, and the parking lots yeah. are full of cars. So there's still people out doing what they need to do, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, well, we are. It's real quiet. I went shopping the other day, and it was just, there was almost no one there. And uh, I almost felt like, geez, I could get used to this, you know, oh, no parking, you know, no problem parking and no, no lines in the store. But, you know, right. but other than that, you know, it kind of forces you like, like we can, you know, I have a, a nice backyard and, and there's sun and mountains here. And it kind of forces you to do things that you really want to do anyway. I mean, I spent the whole day with, uh, my son, my three-year-old son yesterday, just biking around the block and going for walks and just hanging out. And uh, I just almost wish that every day could be like that. You know, there is like definitely some, some silver lining, some opportunities to do things and that force us to do things that, that uh, we always feel like we're too busy to do, or there's too much other things, too many other things to do. Right. Exactly. I think a lot of people are experiencing the same thing and, my hope is that when this is all over, some of those nourishing things that we're all feeling, we can carry those into our life moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're getting, we've got uh, one caller coming in right now, uh, Taylor from the UK. Let me, let me take Taylor and any other callers if we have, and then I'll, I'll come right back to you if, if you don't mind. Yeah, sounds great, John. Thank you. Okay, cool. Cool. So let's talk to Taylor from the UK, please. Hi, John. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Taylor? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Um, we've spoken a few times the last couple of Arcs, John's, um, kind of around 
the same thing that I was kind of in a plateau and struggling um but but I had a not a revelation some information um so I actually found out that I'm pregnant which is uh, probably a lot to do with why I've been so tired and craving food and being really lethargic and crappy and not losing any weight thank you very much um unexpected but we're happy um yeah I'm really struggling to kind of keep up with the method and stay present and motivated with it because I feel so crappy I've got really bad morning sickness and then like um my husband's been unwell with like the virus that's going around and then I'm recovering from it as well so we've had a lot of intense stuff going on in our house I've been indoors for three weeks now I've not moved a muscle pretty much and so that sickness plus pregnancy sickness and you know I can already feel that I've gained a few pounds and it's distressing yeah. because the two points in my life where I've been my heaviest and gained the most weight is when I like after I've had well during and after I had children like a yeah. good like almost over 100 pounds and I'm just really worried that all the work that I've been doing is going to go down the drain now that I have this unexpected life turnaround yeah well, the, the first thing I would say is that you um, you got to kind of um, let go a little bit of the reins and uh, and allow nature to take its course uh, because gaining weight is part of the pregnancy po- um, process and trying to fight it uh, can be can, is a is a fight that is a, a real uphill battle and may not be beneficial to your health or, or the baby's health. Um, and i also feel like the stress that you're feeling around that from previous situations, you know, in pregnancy and past, uh, associations might be, uh, might be getting in your way. Um, some really good things to do would be some tapping around this specific issue so that you can let go of the fear and the stress, because that's not going to help you at all. And then the other thing that I would, I would do is I would focus I wouldn't focus on your weight right now, but I would focus on adding really healthy foods as medicine for both you and your baby. So everything that your baby needs, <clears throat> everything that you need, um, those are those are the things that uh, that I would focus on uh, because that will give you the best chance of not gaining excess weight unnecessary excess weight when you're pregnant and also enable you to lose the weight after the pregnancy. If your body has all the nutrients it needs, not going to fight to hold on to weight. That's true of all of us in general, but even more specifically uh, when you have a baby and when you're breastfeeding. So I would, if you can let go of the weight just for now, that the, excuse me, the feelings around the weight and stay just really focused on nourishing your body for health health sake i think it's going to make all the difference in the world yeah i think the sense? thing that i'm struggling with the most is yeah it makes total sense um and i completely agree with you i was just going to say the thing that i'm struggling with the most is that um i automatically really crave and want loads of carby high sugar horrible junk food when i'm when i'm really nauseous and feeling like sickness it's like the only thing that makes me feel less sick is eating rubbish (laughs) and the last thing i want to do is like eat fruit and vegetables um i understand so it's it's a really difficult position like when you're feeling nauseous because like yeah. you want to eat, but you also just don't want to feel sick. So I'm like, what? I'm just going to eat whatever's not going to make me feel sick right now. And it's yeah. just no, all I, I it. really crappy food. And it's making me feel more crappy because my body's not used to it because I've been eating super healthy. Yeah. That's why it's a vicious cycle. And that's why I say that even if you're going to eat the crappy food, you know, to add some food as medicine, some super greens or some probiotics or some uh, um, fermented foods, you know, just to add them, don't make them your meal or anything, but add them uh, as medicine so that your body's getting the nourishment it needs and you can reverse that cycle when the virus goes away and, uh, and also after the first three months when you're not, hopefully not as nauseous. So that's the way I would look at it. Also, 
if you can find alternatives that, that satisfy you, like if you're craving bread, uh, does paleo bread do the same thing where it might not have, uh, where it might be much healthier in your body. It won't have the same digestion issues and the same insulin response and the same inflammatory response. Um, if you're craving chocolate, does raw chocolate uh, help uh, satisfy you? So I would look for alternatives that don't have as big a consequence on your body and still also genuinely nourish your body too. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Like we can talk um, about, we can just yeah, take a moment right now. Yeah. Okay. I was just going to say, we can talk on. about whatever the specific, we can talk about whatever the specific things are that you're craving. And, uh, and, and I could, we could just try to talk about alternatives if you want. Yeah, well, that would be really helpful. A lot of it was, well, it's changed, <laughs> but yeah. pizza and lots of yeah. um, like pastry-based stuff like pie and, yeah, steak pie, pizza, All right, so, potatoes, so, pretty much yeah, anything so, that's so, carb-loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pizza, you know, like we have a recipe for a cauliflower crust-based pizza uh, that I that I find very satisfying and gives you that pizza experience. Uh, pies, you might want to look at raw cakes and raw pies. Uh, again, there's more nourishment, less of an insulin response, less of a digestion response. Um, and then uh, potatoes, sweet potatoes are better than, than white potatoes. So just little things like this. I would be looking to make little wins where you can, where you satisfy your body's need to eat, you know, just a carby type of thing. But at the same time, uh, it doesn't have the same con- negative consequence. So I, w- I would. So yeah, if okay. I were in your situation, that's exactly what I would be doing. And do you think this will help with um, just pregnancy weight gain in general? Because I know I think just uh, with my particular body, it seems to just gain a lot of weight in pregnancy. But I also know yeah. a lot of it is to do with what I'm feeding myself and also the exhaustion yeah, that I because I don't want to move because I'm so tired. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think when you when you're nutritionally deficient. And this is true of everyone in general, but especially when you're pregnant, uh, your body's going to want to hold on to more weight. Your body's going to want to use that weight as energy and use that weight and, and, keep, and stay hungry to look for those specific nutrients. It's, it's sort of like a vicious cycle because the food you're eating are not nourishing you. And, it's, and in some cases, it's even extracting nourishment from your body. It's too acidic or sugary. <clears throat> and, uh, and so you're not you're not you're missing that nourishment, and so much nourishment is required to, to to create a life. And afterwards, when you're breastfeeding, that you really want to be over the top proactive uh, with nourishment. Make sure that it's appropriate for uh, for a pregnant woman. For example, super greens may or may not be appropriate. It depends. If I would definitely read the label to make sure. But if it is, I would be taking that as medicine. I would be taking. Uh, Fermented foods as medicine, and I would be looking to, to uh, see if any of these alternatives to pizza, you know, cauliflower pizza or raw, or raw pies, if that could satisfy you. And, yeah, it will make okay, night perfect. and day all the difference in the world as far as the consequence, the weight gain consequence on your body. Yeah, I hope so, because I definitely have a lot of anxiety around that, because I absolutely wasn't yeah. ready to have another baby yet, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, that anxiety you need to address, too. That's really important. I would do ta- I would do a lot of tapping around that anxiety. That's that's not helping you to have that, that anxiety, so I would address that, too. And visualizations yeah, okay. also. Okay. All right, perfect. Thank you so much. I cool. really appreciate all your yeah, support. You're always here like every month being amazing. So thank you very much. Yeah, my pleasure. Take care. All right, cheers. Take cheers. Take care, John. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Cool. Let's talk to Sandy in Hawaii, please. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello. Hi, Sandy. Hi, can yeah, you hear me? I can hear you. Great. I can, yeah. This Hi. is my first, first time calling. Um, yeah, first, I just want to thank you for for you. Um, you're one of the most charming people and um, I'd say more, but you're married. <laughs> so uh, thank you for saying that. Been very, yeah, you've been just incredible. Um, I will just have to thank you first, but um, my question, yeah, my pleasure. Thank one you. of them is, you're, 
Thank you, too. Um, I hope you're feeling better soon. You sound like you have a little cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do. It's, yeah, just, hope it goes. Uh, it's something that's been dragging on for a while, but yeah. Yeah, Thanks. understandable. <laughs> um, you yeah. know, you speak a lot about having um, lemon water and through uh-huh. help alkaline your system. And um, yeah. where I am in Hawaii, I get more grapefruit and limes than I can yeah, find lemons. No, that's great. And oranges, lots of oranges. Yeah, well, the so grapefruit and lime. Does it matter if you. The, no, the grapefruit and lime is better than the oranges. Uh, just because the oranges also have more sugar, eat them exactly. for sure. But you know, eat, eat them all and eat the oranges too. But when you're putting it in water, you don't really don't want to drink sugar water. You know, so so if you're putting grapefruit or lime in your water, that's beautiful. Okay, that's really I haven't nice. yet. I've just been eating yeah. the fruit and just drinking plain yeah. water. But um, yeah. and then, um, are you familiar with a, a green drink company? The Purim P U R I U M. They do a power I, shake. I'm not going to say I'm familiar with them, but I have, but I have encountered them. But it was a long time ago, so I don't really remember okay. what my impressions were about them. Why? Okay, they they do a drinking? super meal. I'm starting yeah. to because I wanted to get more greens, and um, I'm doing a little bit of Gundry's um, powdered. Um, smoothie mix yeah. too so okay. um, I sort of replaced that but I've lost about 25 pounds since I've been in Hawaii That's great. since January I live in Washington mostly <clears throat> but okay. um, I can't go home yet <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. On, the, on the tapping can you do you get as much benefit if you just say it to yourself without saying the statements out loud yeah I, I like I when I'm realize. following y- yes yeah yeah, I, I, I feel like uh, there's a lot of leeway. The important thing with tapping is you are thinking about the pro- the issue and touching the specific points as you're thinking about it. <clears throat> you could even say, I've had, you know, Coach Desiree, as I've even seen her in her classes, so you can even just say the problem, this problem, this problem, as you're tapping on each point, and, it, and it'll work. Oh, it's, okay. The important thing is... The important thing is you're thinking about it. You're thinking about the issue, and you're tapping on the points, and that somehow seems to work to break the, the emotional charge and the emotional connection around the issue. Okay. I just feel silly sitting here alone in this house saying these things out loud where I could just think them, and you know, I, I just hope yeah, you it's the same benefit. I see. Yeah, for sure. Oh. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you so much, and um Thank Just you. Good luck to everybody listening and um, stay yeah. well and healthy and and happy. Yeah. Just I've I've kept my happiness through this, and you I too. think a lot of it is part of you. So you well, know, um, I thank appreciate you. you saying that. Thank you. And being okay. uh, being Bye-bye stuck now. in Hawaii, oh. I guess is, I, was, I was just going to say being oh stuck my in gosh. Hawaii is probably not the worst thing in the world. You know, so well, it, well, it, you know, you you. One the reason I'm one of the reasons I'm doing so well I think is you started me on the Year of Miracles with those folks there, and you linked me uh-huh. to them and um, it just sort of miracles are happening every day for me even here in so solitude great. so thank you thank you awesome okay take care take care bye okay bye aloha aloha uh-huh. aloha <laughs> let's talk to uh, Keza. In Idaho, please. Hello, John. Keza. Hi, Keza. How are you? Yeah, Kezia. Kezia. My apologies. Yeah. No, you're good. Hi, how are you? How... Um, thanks for... Uh-huh. Good, What's yeah. happening? Yeah. Thanks for taking my call. This is my first time calling in, so I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Sure, my pleasure. Um, I just wanted to get some clarity on my specific triggers, like my fat programs yeah. or whatever, how I can get them turned off. Um, sure. I'm working through the, the 12-week program, and um, this past month I've been working with Coach Brian, but since the whole virus yeah. thing, I've lost my job, so I'm not able to work with him anymore for the time being. But I'm sorry to hear um, that. Yeah, that's okay. You know, it is what it is, you know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I go through, it seems like I've, I started gaining weight when I was around seven, and I've never been able to, to lose weight at all, and I just keep getting bigger, you know, how the story goes. 
But um, I seem to like, I just keep repeating cycles where I'll get healthy and I'll start moving around and I'll eat right and I don't see results and then I punish myself, you know. Yeah. Let let me stop you for one second, okay, if I can, Kezia. Let's just talk about what was going on in your life when you were seven, when you started gaining weight. Do you have a recollection of what life was like back then or what could have initiated the the weight gain? The only things I remember was my family did move. Um, We moved like maybe an hour and a half away to a different city, but that wasn't our first move as a family. Like we had moved like two times before that. And then I kind of had to start over with friends. I mean, that's, and maybe um, it may have been with um, my parents. They they probably started like arguing, and they they eventually got divorced. But I think that that was around the yeah. like contention time where that stuff started. You know, uh, when uh, sometimes when parents get divorced, uh, there's a tendency for the kids to blame themselves, either unconsciously or consciously. Um, I don't know if that. If, if that uh, resonates with you, or you have any recollection, whether you but but whether you do or not, it is common and it, and it's also unconscious. And the reason why yeah. I bring this up is because uh, you mentioned that you start a, a weight loss program and then you don't get results, and then you beat yourself up, you punish yourself, you blame yourself, and uh, and <clears throat> it's possible that there's something around that, you know, something unconscious. Does that, yeah. does that make sense at all? Yeah, it does. So that's where I would focus then uh, because that was the primal trigger. The primal trigger was, you know, po- possibly your parents arguing and then separating and then possibly you blaming yourself uh, in some unconscious way, or maybe it's conscious. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's a there's a feeling around forgiveness that would that would be really beneficial for you um, to to work toward forgiveness forgiveness of your parents forgiveness of yourself forgiveness of life forgiveness of whatever other aspects of the story uh, mm-hmm. were happening and then also also any feelings of fear uh, and isolation around around the change that happened during the separation, those, those are big issues. And it does feel like, it does feel like playing out for you right now, because, you know, when, uh, when you try to lose weight uh, in a diet, and it doesn't work. The first response isn't always for everyone to punish themselves. You know, it's, it is for a fair amount of people, but not everyone. So, You, uh, because that's what's happening for you. I feel like that's that that is the trigger that you want to focus on. And I talk about we, we've mentioned this probably it comes up sooner or later in almost every Ask John that we do is uh, these four affirmations that I uh, suggest saying while you're visualizing. And the way to do it is if you're listening to a visualization, you can imagine every cell of your body at the same time saying saying these words and the words are i love you i accept you i forgive you i appreciate you so i love mm-hmm. you i accept you i forgive you i appreciate you <clears throat> i would uh, I, I would be listening i would be doing those affirmations and imagining every cell of your body saying that at the same time listening to the safe, strong, and protective visualization. Okay. That's what I would be doing. Uh, and that's where I, that's what I would focus on as your primal trigger. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yes, it does. Okay. That's cool. We'll, we'll give that a try. And then uh, I'll see if, see if there's any shifts, and then maybe we can talk about it on, on the next call, you know, next month. Okay. If you want. That sounds good. Thank you so much, John. My pleasure. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Cool. Let's talk to uh, Nora in Chicago, please. 
Hi, John. This is Nora. How are you? Hi, Nora. Good. How are you? Fine. Thank you. So I have had a weight struggle since I'm 15. I'm 28 years old today, and I don't have that much weight to lose, maybe 30 to 40 pounds. I've always been a big boned girl, and I recognize and I've signed up for your 12-week program actually during the time of coronavirus, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm actually, I signed up for it a few months ago, but I was feeling resistance, and now I'm actually starting to do it. Um, just a few yeah. questions I have is I've been losing my appetite even before the coronavirus yeah. happened. I do recognize yeah. that I have chronic stress in my body. I'm actually a chaplain, and I work with students. Um, so I do think that, you know, doing spiritual direction work of students, but also just you know, I, the other caller, she talked about fat triggers. I think sometimes I struggle with low self-image. But anyway, I just wanted to yeah. ask, how can I get my appetite back? Because I, I read that you were saying that in the visualizations you'll become less hungry, but I don't feel any yeah. hunger at all, and I'm actually gaining a little bit of weight. And then my other question is maybe interesting. It's about cystic acne. Do you think taking probiotics and uh, you know, continue to do the visualizations and meditations can reduce cystic acne, especially around the chin. I am taking spironolactone and contraceptives for acne, but I I find that it's not really ha- helping. So if you can address how long have you been loss, taking? Yeah. yeah. Well, let me. Go, mm-hmm. How long have you been taking the the pronolactin? Spironolactone. How long have you been taking that? Oh, yeah. Um, I've gone on and off of it, but at this point, it's been I think four months. Is that a steroid-based uh, medication? No, it's not Sounds a steroid. Like it an, I don't think. So. Oh, I don't think so. I okay. can ask my dermatologist, but um, it, it it's hundred milligrams. I have to be careful of potassium and dehydration, uh-huh. but I haven't struggled with that. So I never thought of it as do, a steroid. Do, I don't think so. It's until do, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you do. You you don't know what it is uh, then. You, you, um, what it's composed of? Um. Embarrassingly, I don't. But she said that the that's okay. You don't have to embarrass. I mean, dehydration. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, but, I don't but, know. Um, a lot of times, you know, anything that you can do to repair your immune system, such as probiotics and, and healing your digestion and mm-hmm. detoxification, and adding more nutrients to your body, and meditation and stress reduction and working through emotional issues, all of these things can help repair your immune system. Uh, and anything that you do to, to help with your immune system will help with, uh, with acne, skin problems, and, and many other immune issues. So the answer to your question is yes, but there was this little tingle that passed through my body when you mentioned the medication that made me think that um, it, may, it, it may be affecting your weight. So uh, it's something to do a little research on. And to and to look into. Now, let's talk about your appetite because my experience is that when you get to a place where your body doesn't want to hold on to weight, you you are not as hungry, uh, and that mm-hmm. is because your body is using fat for fuel. Uh, your body's actually mm-hmm. regained the ability to burn fat, and and that is a good thing, not a not a bad thing. So, mm-hmm. I'm wondering you know, what, why you're concerned that you've lost your appetite and why you feel like you need to get your appetite back. Uh-huh. Good question, because when I don't okay. have an appetite, I actually, just in my own experience in my life, when I'm hungry, I actually lose weight. And when I'm not okay. physically hungry, I don't lose weight. It's just been my experience in my life. I feel like for me, stress okay. is one of my number one fat triggers. And yeah. Um, when I visit my my late father's side of the family, a different country outside of the United States, I have no stress. So I do think the modern lifestyle definitely contributes to it. But yeah, I don't know. I I found that when I'm actually hungry and I don't overeat, I actually lose more weight. My metabolism, I feel, okay. speeds up. And when I lose my appetite, I'm just bloated all the time and don't really want to eat anything. Okay. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't focus on your appetite then, because uh, that that sounds to me like mm-hmm. your appetite is a symptom you know, of your, of the stress in your life mm-hmm. and the other things. So I would, I would stay focused on the other things in your life, such as the stress and, and possibly digestion and uh, immune uh, inflammation and, uh, and all of these things will also help with your skin. So maybe just leave, leave the appetite thing alone in terms of trying to force yourself to have an appetite again. I would leave that alone 
and focus on the, the other issues, specifically, as you're saying, the chronic stress. And then I would add to that some di- you know, digestion type of issues and, and maybe uh, some emotional, possibly emotional triggers. Uh, that, will, that will counteract both the skin problems and the bloating, the inflammation, and allow you to lose weight. And your app, I think your appetite will just fall in line at that point. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And in other words, so I'm on week two of the program, so I'm going to keep continuing. And then do you recommend that I take yeah. a pro? I, have, I don't take probiotics right now, so should I maybe start to taking one? Yeah, I would, give, I, would, uh, I would give it a try, yeah, and see how that affects you, for sure. But okay. also, you know, more, right. you more fermented much. foods, cultured foods, things like that are, would be really good, too. But it, but it sounds to me like the, the okay. stress that you're in is really the, the biggest trigger for you. So I would stay focused on that. Yeah. And we do you. talk, yeah. And I'll just mention we do talk a lot more about digestion in week uh, five, I believe. So make sure you okay check that one out. All right. Maybe I'll call back in a month and let me know <laughs> my progress. All right, that'd be great. Awesome. Thank you so much, John. Take care. Thanks. My pleasure. Take care. Cool. Let's talk to Kelly in the UK, please. Hello. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Hello. Oh, hi. Yes, I'm well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. How are you managing? How's that? Uh, yeah, so I spoke to you, I think, in January, end of Jan, uh-huh. and one of the things that... Um, I have that's quite like a stressful trigger is when I'm eating, I sort of create like physiological change. Like when I'm cooking and I start to pick up food or when I finish my meal, the first thing I do is I go and pick up more food and I get heart palpitations. So I have definitely like managed to kind of stop so much the heart palpitations going for as long but it's still happening like happening like multiple times a day um so i've actually put on about half a stone even though i'm eating less but i don't know i've got like a history of anorexia so i'm not sure if subconsciously the corona is corona like scare is kind of setting off something in my system you know, that, that's a real possibility. I just want to point out something that we should talk about is that, you know, there's scarcity issues, you know, like you go to the store, things are not there. You can't, you know, you can't go out to a restaurant. You can't get whatever you want, whenever you want. <clears throat> those are triggers, you know, those are very real triggers. And I'm glad you mentioned it because it's something that can affect all of us. And I've even had it at times where, you know, I wanted, just wanted to go to my favorite restaurant for lunch but it's not there, you know, so that's not available. So, or, you know, when, when this first happened, when there was first right the days before we were on quote lockdown, you know, there was people lining up around, you know, to get into the store. So there's definitely (coughs) scarcity issues that can come up. Uh, I I feel like it's dying, dying down around the world that there's, Oh, you know, people are just in the flow at this point. And uh, maybe that's not true of everywhere. But um, I feel like it's it's on its way out. But that that's a, definitely a, a very real concern. <clears throat> but uh, but I I want to say though that the, the heart palpitations is something that that's where I would stay focused. And um, if I were you, I would be working with an emotional healer, uh, either through tapping or cellular release. Excuse me one second. I just want to drink a water. <clears throat> And, uh, and work through that because that, that is, that's whatever's going on there that's causing the, the nervousness around the food is going to be whatever the real trigger is that's causing your body to hold on to weight. So that's where you want to stay focused. <laughs> and you can do it, as I mentioned, you can do it yourself through tapping. Um, but I think that because it's happening several times a day, you know, whenever you pick up food, you really got to yeah. prioritize this and get it. Look at it. Uh, you need professional help, which would be, you know, I would do it either with someone who focuses on tapping or on cellular release work, which is kind of the work that we we do in our coaching um, with like 
Coach Melinda and Jennifer um, and Paula that uh, yeah. is effective at resolving these deep-seated issues. Yeah, I feel yeah. a bit stuck because I've worked um, really intensively with, like, amazing EFT teachers and cellular release and, you know, gone on week-long workshops and residentials over the past uh, four years now. And, yeah. yeah, I haven't really had much uh, change. It's helped me to maybe at least live a bit more of a normal life, but the physiological reaction is still the same. Do you, do you know what it comes from? Do you, do you know where, I when think, you acquired I think it? it comes, I think it comes from, like, me being programmed to just want to eat. It's so primal. Like, the way I'm eating is, you know, it's just so animalistic. And it's like, as soon as I'm on my own, that's the first thing I go to do. And I think it just comes yeah. from when I was younger, my body wanting to, needed nourishment. So, where, but the, the heart palpitation, what, what are you experiencing? Is, what is the fear that you're experiencing when you're about to eat something that's causing that? Do you know? Um, I think a lot of it comes from... So as soon as I do it, I automatically feel like so fearful, um, sorry, so sh- shameful and guilty because I'm doing something that, you know, I basically spent four years trying not to do. Um, and so eating. I think it's like, a, yeah, trying, you know, is trying not to do this behavior. When you say behavior, are you talking about specifically about eating? Because, I mean, you need to eat. You, yeah, you know, like picking picking thing the picking the picking like, yeah because that's my big well, thing were, like i just okay here's i mean this may seem a little bit paradoxic what i'm about to say is but you know what if you just let yourself pick um instead of trying to dr- judge it and control it and then be upset at yourself because you're not able to control it and then work on some of the other issues that, such as the stresses and the fears that can cause your body to hold on to weight. And then even if you pick, you may not have the weight because, you know, there's lots of people that pick at food all day and they don't gain weight. I mean, that's something that I do uh, oftentimes, not always, but often. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going you're gonna to gain the weight. I feel like maybe it's this need to control this action and your feelings of failure around controlling the action that could be the problem. Mm-hmm. Because if you yeah, didn't try to control yeah. that, if you didn't try to control that, you wouldn't be having that stress response every time it happened, which wouldn't be causing chemistry yeah. in your body that would make you want to eat more and pick more. There has, there, there's definitely been <laughs> times in my life where the minute I gave up whatever it is I was trying to control, uh, somehow it didn't bother me anymore, including food. You know, when I finally stopped dieting and started trying to live a higher quality life and did a lot of meditation and visualization and started nourishing my body better and got a CPAP machine. When I did all those things, I gave up trying to control my eating and my eating didn't control me anymore. (laughs) You know, that battle went away and this might be a battle worth going away. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, why not tip it on its head? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, I and especially another... if you've done Yeah, especially if you've done so much work on it. You know, I can't really say yeah. you do more work, although it, that is sometimes the answer. It may not be the answer in this case. Yeah. Thank you. Um I just had another yeah. little question about um cellulite and yeah. I don't I really don't have much weight to release. Maybe like half a stone or something um but yeah i was just wondering if you had any specific visualizations for cellulite i don't know that i've created a specific one for cellulite but i think it's something you can do on your own while you're visualizing you can visualize your skin and the cellulite melting away and 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 going away um, also things like the rebounders, you know, that, or it's not a rebounder, but those vibrating machines 
You know those vibrating machines? Yeah. Yeah. Those those and also when you're doing kind of spinning, you know, biking type of spinning type of things, stuff that gets your um gets your blood really flowing and uh and um works through your lymphatic gets your lymphatic system flowing and all of those things. That they tend to be helpful too. So it's something that's something to think about, but I would definitely try to visualize, you know, the cellulite melting away and and uh you know, and it all Dissolving. Yeah, with like the rebounder. Like if I was doing um, at the moment, I'm doing like three workouts, gentle ones, and then doing incorporating like the you know the sprint for like a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would is it okay? Because like I really like being on a rebounder because I like the feeling. It feels fun. Um, it I would. Just want to make sure we're okay talking about the do- same thing. When you say rebound, are you, are you talking about the same thing on that vibrating machine that you were, you sit there and it vibrates real quick? Or are you talking about like a little trampoline type of thing? Because um, yeah, like the rebounder may be the... Yeah. Is it okay, still so go, go okay to go on that every day? Or will that create a stress response? It's okay. It's okay as long as you're not pushing yourself to the point where you feel like, oh, I don't want to do this, but, I, but I'm forcing myself. Uh, because that yeah. means that you're overtraining. Okay. So in, 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 yeah. if that's the case, then you definitely want to take a day or two off a week. All right. Cool. Lovely. Thank you so much. That's really helpful. My, my pleasure. Take care. And you. Bye-bye. Bye. Cool. Let's talk to Connie in Kentucky, please. Hi, John. Hi, Connie. Hello. Hi, John. Hello. How Hi. are you? Good, how Hi. are you? Can you hear me okay? I can, uh, yes. Oh, okay. Well, I, I just want to, um, as as other callers have said, I just want to thank you for the program and for what you've put together. I'm on week four, and I'm really cool. enjoying the vis- visualizations because um, I'm, I'm, I'm 60 now, and I have struggled with my weight since my early 20s, and I just see – how in my heart I believed I was fat and ugly and I could not, you know, no matter what I did, I would rebound back to the weight because that, that visualization um, that I, that image I had on the inside of me of who I was needed to be addressed and changed. So thank you so much for that. And um, my my pleasure. So, but um but what what I'm calling about tonight is that um I have um been having since January I mean, I mean I've I've always always had struggles with my sleeping and it was sleeping but particularly since January um I don't know if it's related to where we my husband and I did a lot of traveling from Thanksgiving till the new year and like I can't sleep on planes and so my if if my circadian rhythm has gotten mixed up or or messed up or what but I wake up like seriously um every hour and a half to 2 hours sometimes I get a 3 hour stretch of sleep um one night my husband gave me a back rub and um and I was able to sleep for like five and a half hours, I think was the max. But, um, but for the most yeah. part, I'm waking up every single night. Um, and, unless, and I, I keep, I keep some sort of, um, like your visualization, I'm going to sleep with that, but then I have to wake up and then I, um, go and do a yoga nidra and, and unless something is going where I'm, there's actually someone talking, I wake up and then, and then I have to go to the bathroom when I do wake up. And so I'm just hoping maybe you might, cause I've, tr- I have tried everything. I take melatonin at night, the last couple of days, not today cause it was kind of cool, but I've been walking outside barefoot and just doing the grounding. Um, yeah. I've, um, you know, I've, uh, I, but, oh God, I, I have done everything. I've read my Bible. I pray. I've had people pray for, pray over me. My husband gives me back rubs. I have done everything I know to do. So I was hoping maybe you might have a suggestion of something I'm missing that would be able to get a good night's sleep. How, how much weight are you looking to lose? 
you know, I have not weighed myself when um, yeah, just when I uh, probably at least a minimum of twenty pounds. Okay, uh, the reason why I ask is if you have more than fifty pounds to lose, you will want to get checked for sleep apnea. Um, that, that's a big okay. thing. Do you do you know if you snore when you sleep? I'm sorry if it's a personal okay. question. I'm not trying to be. Uh, no, 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 no. I, 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 I yeah. know. Um, I do snore when I get really, really tired, and I know, yeah. and I'm pretty sure I woke myself up snoring the other morning. That because I, what happens yeah. is I'll stay awake all night long, pretty much doing that pattern. But then at about May, or in the very wee hours of the morning, when I turn on your morning visualization, then I'll drift, I'll drift off into a, a, a into a good sleep, and then I, but I, but then I don't wake up until like eight or cl- eight or nine in the morning, which then makes yeah. it hard for me to really accomplish anything during the day and get. Um, and you know it, it takes a lot. And like even today, I was listening to something of yours, and I, I my husband found me asleep on the couch. So I, you know, so yeah. it's it's just I'm tired during the day, and I'm I I don't like feeling this way because I'm normally a very high energy person. Yeah. Do you, Do you know if you have dreams when you sleep? Uh, I do sometimes I, that I know. Of. So I I don't know that I always dream, but I do know that I um that that I do you know have some very vivid dreams at times. I, I would I would get checked for sleep apnea just to rule it out, because if you if you happen to have sleep apnea, getting a CPAP machine uh, or whatever they recommend could make all the difference in the world if you have it, uh, and there's a chance you have it. The fact that you woke yourself up snoring. Uh, tells me that there may be there there it's a possibility, um, but uh, but also when you say that you're go, you know you wake up and then once you wake up you have to go to the bathroom, it's possible that it's the other way around that you actually have to go to the bathroom and then you wake up because you have to go to the bathroom, um, and if that's the case, sometimes that's an indication of of insulin resistance, um, and uh, and other uh, other issues. I would I would do some research on what it means that you have to go to the bathroom all the time at night, and see what see what comes up and 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 investigate that. Um, the fact that you know you got a great night's sleep when you got a great massage <laughs> indicates to me that it could also be a stress response, uh, and it's stress. And there was probably you know not only did you not sleep well during that whole period. Traveling around can be very stressful in the system, so it could be a stress response, in which case um, having a routine, which I'm guessing you might have adopted already, but a routine at night that excuse me, addresses stress, such as a massage and meditation. One thing I like to do is take a shower and then uh, turn the water real cold, then real hot, then real cold. Don't punish yourself with it, but you know, go back and forth. It's, it's these these little things that help get us out of our mind. For example, when you do a shower like that, where it's real cold and real hot, then real cold, just for a second, real cold and a second, real hot. And again, don't punish yourself with it. But that back and forth, uh, the expansion and contraction of your blood vessels and your lymphatic system takes you out of your mind and into your body. And then if you get out of the shower then and do a stretch like the child's pose where you're on your hands and knees touching your head to the ground and just sit like that, all that's getting you back into your body and out of your mind and then doing a meditation or a visualization right before sleep. And ideally, you know, if you can get a massage out of your husband every night, <clears throat> that combination uh, might, might help a lot. And I think you need to be patient. It, it, uh, it might not happen immediately. Uh, there's probably some hormonal shifts that have gone on in your body that are stress-related that are not going to shift immediately. I, I went through something similar uh, a few months ago. I went through almost exactly what you're saying, and then it shifted for me, and I went back to normal. Where, but uh, it was the same thing where I couldn't sleep. I have a hard time falling asleep, and I couldn't sleep for more than an hour or two. And this went on for you know, a month or two, and then it shifted. 
Um, so, so be patient with yourself. It's not an all or nothing type of thing. There probably was some stress that, that caused a hormonal shift. And you mentioned melatonin. Uh, you know, when we're in a chronic stress state, our body's not producing melatonin as well. And so even though you're taking melatonin, um, uh, your, your body may not be producing it. And really, you want your body to produce it. Uh, because in the long term, taking melatonin uh, or any type of hormonal aid <clears throat> can backfire because it can get your body to be dependent on the, the external source rather than creating it itself. So there's a, a delicate balance that you have to reach. <clears throat> but, um, but those are the suggestions I have. Number one, to get tested for sleep apnea, just to rule it out. And, <clears throat> and then to have that nighttime ritual that I just suggested uh, might, go, might go a long way. And then what I find if I am up in the middle of the night, is like you said, you listen to a yoga nidra. I actually sit up in my chair and meditate, even if it's like three in the morning. And what will typically happen is uh, around uh, 20, 30 minutes later, I just get real tired and then I go back to sleep and sleep really deeply. So okay. you, go ahead. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, uh, I've been going to an alternative medicine um, doctor and I know I've got a, uh, she's just doing calls, phone calls. So um, I guess I can talk to her about what to do about sleep apnea when she calls on yeah. Monday. So, yeah, uh, because I, because I, I know here in Kentucky, they're really not, they're not advising you to come into the doctor's offices as yeah, too yeah, much yeah. unless you have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so, I, I, so you probably don't, you probably, you probably don't have sleep apnea, but I would, I would certainly want to rule it out whenever, you know, when maybe when things go back to normal, you'll have a better chance of ruling it out, but it could, it, if it's a factor, then, then you definitely want to address it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And um, I, well, like my I said, I thank you. Thank you for the program. And I certainly, certainly hope that cough um, clears up for you very soon. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been dragging on for a couple of months now. So should be fine. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank well, you. thank you so much, John. And we'll talk to you later. Okay. Take care. Um, bye-bye. Bye. Cool. Let's talk to uh, Sherry in San Francisco, please. Sherry. And Hi, Sherry. I'm calling. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you for the program, which we all agree, you know, we're all here because of that. And I also want to say I wake thank up you. to your voice and go to sleep to your voice. So yeah. It's nice to hear it back and forth. Um, cool. I'm on week 12 of the program. I'm yeah. having some success during the um Great. Staying at home, sheltering in place, I've decided I'm here yeah. too much. I don't want to weigh myself every day. I've been yeah, yeah. a uh, lifelong, you know, very successful dieter, but I'd like to get back to some, like, homeostasis healthy way of being. So I'm still working out. I'm still um, enjoying this, and I ordered a box of fresh veggies to be delivered every week now that we're staying in place. That's awesome. And That's so awesome. that is yeah. awesome. And um, that's been actually fun. So it's, you know, you have to create with whatever they send you. And it's yeah. all farm fresh yeah. and organic. So I'm loving that. My question is this. That's great. Since I'm starting on week 12 and yeah. I want to continue this process, and I am really yeah. appreciating the structure during this, cra- you know, kind of chaotic time, should I start back yeah. at week one or shall I start somewhere in the middle or choose? which things I thought worked best for me, or do you have a recommendation? Well, simply because you said you like the structure, for that reason and that reason alone, I would suggest that you start over. Otherwise, Good. if you can create a structure around the things that you want to focus on, then, then do that. But either way, you know, just listening to the, the presentation, you know, the, the information and taking the action steps, it's just, it, it just it, it, they all apply to everybody, you know, especially the That's what I thought. Ones. I don't think it will Every, hurt to repeat. No. And if you're liking the structure, it's just a great thing to do while you're home. You know, it's all there. It's all virtual. So you have access to everything right there. So it's a, it's a great kind of gift to give yourself to, to focus, to take the opportunity, this opportunity and really focus on health. So, yeah, you know what? I really am. And I'll share this with you and all of the callers. I've decided to use my sheltering in place 
as my own, my sister said, you're going to call it Project Chrysalis. Because while everyone else is eating all their carbs and laying on their, you know, watching Netflix, I've been working out, I've been eating healthy, I'm feeling good. And when I emerge, I'm going to be like the butterfly. That's awesome. That's my plan. I love the term you used. I love the term you used. Uh, in addition to that, self-sheltering, I think you just said, self-sheltering. Yeah, self-sheltering. Mm-hmm. How, much, how much nicer does that sound than lockdown, you know? So much it's, a, nicer. it's a much better way to look at it. Yeah. Awesome. I like that, self-sheltering. That's beautiful. Love it. Thank you, John. Cool. I'll okay, start again enjoy. then. I'll finish week 12, right. and then I'll jump on again. Thanks again. Awesome. Enjoy. Take care. Cool. Uh, we're almost out of time. We have one caller left, so that's kind of perfect. So let's talk to Paula in Ontario, please. Hi, John. How Hi, are Paula. You? How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. Good. Um, so my question is, uh, I started your program a few weeks ago, but I've been eating relatively what your program said um, for ages. I have a lot of digestion yeah. issues. Um, yeah. I'm taking digestive enzymes at every meal. I'm taking probiotics twice a day. Um, I eat kimchi. I I drink kombucha. What else can you suggest? Well, the kombucha, though, let me just stop you. The kombucha can be getting in your way, uh, especially if it tastes sweet. Um, mo- because okay. what, well, the way kombucha is made, the way they make it is, you know, they feed the thing <clears throat> sugar. I'm, the, I'm and, but you're always it. kind of keep- it's homemade kombucha. Okay, okay, but it should taste sour, basically. Okay, if it's tasting sweet, yeah. you are drinking the sugar that should be for the kombucha. So, so as long, so that's the important ingredient. It's got to taste sour. That means it's fully it fermented. Sour. Does that make sense? All right, good. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. and um, it's I, sour. I, yeah, because I've made it yeah. so it didn't ferment and it was totally sweet, yeah. and it isn't. It is sour. Well, okay, so uh, lots of um, uh, salad greens, organics. Organic lettuces and sprouts are really good for your digestion. Yep. It's very easy to digest and assimilate the, the nutrients. Listening to the Every digestion day. visualization in week 12, yeah, uh, okay. or week five, rather. That's, okay, that's, I will look that's that really, Yeah, it's a digestion visualization. Um, it's re- that's, that's really useful for, for healing your digestion. I, I want to do a study one day where we just have certain people visualize, do the digestion visualization and nothing else, Versus a control group and compare the microbiome before and after, uh, and I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, that that the, there's going to be a market difference, but you know it's just my speculation. And and the other thing that they're finding also is exercise uh, improves the microbiome. It's very interesting. Sure, that so, makes sense. So the, yeah, so that's so that that's something to think about also. Um, I also like to um, drink. Uh, um, Drink veggie broth, like cold veggie broth throughout the day, and green juices um, because they don't require any digestion. <clears throat> and so right. they just go right through into your cells as nourishment, going right into your cells. Hydration, nourishment, detoxification. Uh, so uh, having that as, to, as your liquid throughout the day is, is a great thing to do. <clears throat> and um, <clears throat> you may want to consider doing a detox, which we talk about in weeks 10 and 11 of the, of the, of the 12 week program, you may want to consider doing a, a, a brief detox because that gives your uh, digestion a chance to heal. It k- kills the unfriendly bacteria, uh, cleanses the liver, and it also helps the intestines heal from leaky gut and rips and tears and things like that. It's a super, super thing to do. Uh, so you may want to consider that That's it. at it some point. No but keep... I'm eating well. I walk every day. I'm, you know, I'm following all the rules. I drink my loving water. I hear and you. I've been doing this for a while. Yeah, I, I hear you. But here's the thing. I don't feel well. Here's the thing about digest. Well, let me just say, Paula, here's the thing about digestion issues, especially the microbiome. What they find is that mm-hmm. your, your microbiome is always going to default back to what it was when you were very young. And for me, you know, we had fluorinated water and, uh, you know, we had, I think we, personally me, because I, I, I can relate to this, um, we suffer, we all, my family all suffer from digest, digestion issues. And, it's, and it's, it's one of these just ongoing things. It's not like, yep, your digestion's fixed, you never have to think about it again. 
Um, if you've, if right. your digestion issue started very young, then you're always going to have to have a routine like you have to, to work through it. Okay. Yeah, no, I, it was yeah. pretty good till about a year ago it started. Yeah. I started having digestion okay. issues. I've probably had leaky gut for years, but it wasn't yeah, that's a, the thing. a year ago it started. Yeah, well, di- digestion issues don't always manifest as digestion issues. Sometimes they manifest as weight issues right. or, you know, chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia or uh, different hormonal issues. So. You know, there's lots of things that yeah. thyroid I, issues, you know. So. I definitely I definitely have the weight issues, um, a lot of fatigue off and on and yeah. pain. Lots and lots of pain. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well okay. try the other suggestions so that I, I that I mentioned and and just okay. keep in mind that for a lot of us, myself included, digestion is a is a lifestyle thing. It's an it's an arm it's not a thing that's ever done and that's it. You just have to keep adopting lifestyles that support a healthy digestion. Okay. I will definitely give that a try and uh, see how it goes. Cool. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much much for your help. Take care. My pleasure. Bye. Bye. Okay. And we are officially out of time. So that's perfect. Thanks everyone for calling in great questions and, uh, and, uh, and all of your comments and, uh, Take this time to really nourish yourself and love yourself. Give, it, give yourself an opportunity to do the things that you don't always have time to do, spending time with family. Uh, maybe if you, have, if you can get some sun, just sitting in the sun and meditating more and just really doing everything you can to nourish and love yourself. And we'll, hopefully we'll all come out of this in a much more positive place. So sending lots of love and light to everyone. And thanks listening and let's uh we'll speak we'll speak to you real soon thanks for joining me on this ask john call in day for any questions i was unable to get to in this call i'll post my written responses in the forum for your reference i appreciate you taking time to join me here and i look forward to connecting again with you soon